first week of June 2021, a week when uh, a lot of schools are uh, graduating and uh, shipping their uh, bright, wild-eyed, and starry-eyed students off to the world of college. Uh, and uh, college students are off to the dreary world of work. <laughs> I'm Jay Rogers. I'm Tara. And this, as we said, is Lunch Chat. So uh, it is June now, and, uh, well, we have nothing really, uh, see, we have something uh, planned for, but nothing that ties into the fact that it's June, other than I like the month <laughs> of June. Because it was always a good time. It meant that school was getting out. Now, for those of you uh, in the southern hemisphere, this has nothing uh, of uh, this is nothing of interest to you because you're probably still uh, off uh, in school. Or if you're employed, well, you don't get summer vacation anymore anyway. So it's all a moot point. I, I don't get that. summer vacation. I know. Nobody does. Nope. No. I think the whole month of August should be dedicated to a vacation. I love that. It's like I'm reminded of um, that Simpsons episode. Yep. When Bart says Bart something about his whole summer ruined. Yeah. And then Homer says, "Don't worry, boy. When you get older, you won't have a summer." Right. Every summer's ruined. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something like that. Yep. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, speaking of vacation, uh, there is a uh, show which we've started watching. And, oh, yes. And it has to do with a British family taking a week's vacation in a town in Spain called Benidorm. Yes. And, uh, well, um, this leads into the topic for this week because they've tried to remake that in the U.S. about five years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just, well, I haven't seen it, but just, why do we have to remake everything? I don't know, but... Before you crack that egg, yes, right. I feel like we can make an omelet I, from it. I, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like uh, people might benefit a little bit knowing a little bit more about this show. Okay. I mean, it it focuses on this particular resort, and there's all these families that keep coming back, and there's one kind of main family, and uh, boy oh boy. <laughs> See, Jay Jay and I watch it. <clears throat> And I, I admit I watched one episode yeah. uh, without him. Mm -hmm. I had watched the pilot, and I thought, oh, you know, I don't know if I like this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because none of the characters are likable. That's exactly what I was getting at. <laughs> like, we were watching it, and we were, like, midway through the, the first season, and Jay turns to me and says, there is not one likable person mm -hmm. among this group, but... Here's the thing, and I don't mean to be insulting, Yeah. right? Because there's this old thing, there's this stereotype, right? When yep. Americans go on vacation, right? Uh, that they're kind of insufferable yes, and entitled. Yep. But I will say I have heard very similar, if not worse, things <laughs> yeah. about when British people go on vacation. Really? Yes. Okay. And, I mean, watching this show just solidifies <laughs> right. that stereotype to me. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, like I said, none of the people are likable, although yeah. they do grow on you, but... Uh... They do, and I mean, it's you sit there and you go, okay, well, these people aren't that bad, and 
You know, well, but because... but still, I mean, you're not really rooting for anyone. Right. And the fact is that <coughs> the only reason why they grow on you is because that there's that fourth wall separating you from them. Like, mm-hmm. if you were actually around these people, you would not Oh, I'd to... hate them all. Yeah. It's like one of the one of the guys in the thing. The, yeah. the very first episode, he was like, oh, my God. Yeah. These people? Yep. <laughs> yes, these people. Yeah, and he's like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And he's making fun of them at the buffet, mm-hmm. and he's doing this. and Yeah, and it's... even, even yeah. the opening credits, you know, you're not... See, most television shows, they try to have sleek, sexy people to draw you in. <laughs> no. Sleek, sexy people. No. Uh, uh, on the uh, credits to this show, uh, and actually all throughout, there's a TV trope called uh, fan disservice. And that's yeah. exactly what this is, because nobody's attractive. <laughs> you know? They're usually a couple of hundred pounds overweight. I, I, I mean... There was one Bloated, episode. pasty, yeah. There was one episode. There's a guy. There's one of the guys there. Refuses to take his shirt off. Yeah. He won't go in the pool. He refuses to take his shirt off. I mean, he's kind of in shorts, but they're yeah. longer shorts. Yeah. And one of the heavy, heavier people. I mean, he is a chubby guy. Yeah. And one of the heavier people comes up to him and he's like, "Hey, why don't you take a dip?" And he goes, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm yeah. not. Yeah. I'm not getting in there." And yeah. the guy's like. You know what I see when I get up in the morning? And then he he's saying that, like, I see a good person and all this other stuff. like, And he's like, I don't even acknowledge my weight. Yeah. And stuff like that. And the guy is just, like, horrified. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Because this guy's even bigger than the guy who won't take his shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and I thought, and, I, I mean, Jay and I were watching this, and I'm sitting there going, why are all these English people headed to this place yeah which is in spain by the way yeah and i think in one of the episodes they mentioned the price of the mm-hmm. place they're saying it's like an all-inclusive hotel right. i think what did he say 144 160 or uh, yeah. pounds or something yeah yeah, yeah. for, for, the, whole, for, which for the whole is like week. 200 230 dollars something like that u.s for the whole week yeah yep and i was like wow that is cheap yeah no wonder they're all going there right and I thought it was just for the purpose of the show. Mm-hmm. But I was Googling, and as it turns out, I mean, the COVID requirements and stuff have started to lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just in our area, but all over the world. Yep. <clears throat> and apparently all these British people are flocking back to Benidorm. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I went, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. They really go there. Right. Oh, my God. Like yeah. spring breakers to Cancun. Yes. It's an infestation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah, you know, being around these people for a week. Well, yeah, the characters, yeah. yeah. Because they're just, they're kind of insufferable. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. But, I mean, I think there's truth in television in that because, you know, probably <laughs> if you uh, went on vacation somewhere, <clears throat> you know, <throat> they would be insufferable. I was watching. Uh, Sunday morning, Jay was off playing with his radio, so I was looking at YouTube, and I'm, it's one of those YouTube rabbit holes where I meant to look for something, and I, <laughs> right. I went somewhere else, Yep. and I ended up listening to this guy who's a professional tour guide in New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? 
So he's saying, you know, what you should do, you know, giving advice on uh, tours and things like that. And then he says, um, New Orleans people are apparently extremely friendly. Okay. And they will come up to you and talk to you. Right. And I thought, well, that's Jay's worst nightmare. Yes. It's somebody just coming out of the blue mm-hmm. and chatting with him. I mean, I don't mind a chat. It de- depends, you know. On the topic. On yeah. the topic, yeah. Uh, but the other thing he said was that someone will come up. There's a, a, a scam that's been going on for like 500 years. Okay. Right? Where a person will come up to you and compliment your shoes. Yeah. And then there's some trick that they do, mm-hmm. like, you know, I bet I can tell you where you got them or something. Yeah. And before long, before you know it, they are like, quote unquote, shining your shoes. Okay. And then you have to pay them. Right. And uh, the guy's like, it's an old scam. Mm-hmm. It's been happening for like 500 years, you really have to be careful if somebody comes up to you and asks you about your shoes. Yes. And he goes, and if you're, you know, uh, like, you want to be conscious about it, then just wear, like, just relax. Like, don't wear fancy type shoes. Right. No fancy footwear. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's that's an odd scam to be running. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like the... The homeless people in, I guess it was New York or something, mm-hmm. uh, back in the 80s, they would uh, throw some mud and stuff on your windshield and then squeegee it uh, for uh. you, and you'd have to pay them, yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of a, that's a all-over-the-world thing, because yeah. I was in Italy. Oh, yeah? And at a stoplight, they'll come running up to you. Yeah. The thing that, that bothered me the most about it is that the... The water and the squeegee stuff that they use, they only make your windshield worse. Yeah. And it's like, well, now I have to fix what you... Right. <laughs> I remember, uh, I probably shouldn't tell this, but I will. I will tell the story anyway. <laughs> okay. We were in uh, a traffic in the city. I think we were on the outskirts of the Vatican City. Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law was driving as he was about as, as, as native as one could be. I mean, mm-hmm. he was living there. And we were driving through, and there was a a person who, I mean, they started out ahead of us, and then there was uh, car games. Mm -hmm. So they were, and they ended up behind us, because he ended up passing them at some point. All right. But they were very annoying, and then they were tailgating, and then, you know, they were being, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't think they were being too, too aggressive, but they were just yelling things and whatnot, whatnot. So we came to a stoplight, and um, a person had come up to our window yeah. to uh, clean it. Yep. And my brother-in-law actually handed them, uh, and this is back, this is how long ago this was when they they had Lyra. So he handed yeah. him a couple of Lyra, and he goes, uh, wash the person's window behind me. Uh, <laughs> nice. So the person ran behind us. Yep. To clean that person's car, and we were looking back, and the river, and the person is like, "No!" <laughs> I like that. It's a way yeah. to get at him. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a subtle thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, subtle yep. revenge is still yeah. revenge. Yep. <laughs> and often uh, is a bit sweeter too. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the person behind, they don't know if uh, 
you know, yeah. he put him up to it. or They don't know what happened. Yeah, or yeah. this guy took initiative on his own. What? So. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, going back in topic, I mean, I was Googling pictures of Benidorm, so I'd, I only see what they show us on the show. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it, the show is kind of a representative. I mean, it. If you Google it, the aerials that they show on the show are, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks just like Benidorm. Right. You know? Yep. And to us, it looks like any Mediterranean thing. It could be well, Monaco. It could be, you know, Italy. It could in be wherever. Some, in some re- respects, mm-hmm. there is something, and I might be off my mark on this one, but there is something very Miami-ish yes. about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get a very Miami vibe. Yep. Yeah. And that, if I can not go off topic and lead, into, okay, and okay. lead into this, uh, because I feel like there's more to talk about with this, but uh, we were saying that uh, they tried remaking it in the U.S. Now, mm-hmm. uh, first off, a lot of uh, British shows being remade for American audiences tend to flop. And they I don't do. even remember the show that is the American version of Benidorm being on the air. I, I'm not I, sure it ever made it to the air. Right. Did it? I cannot find anything about it because Wikipedia uh, talks <laughs> about it in future tense, but everything about it is dated 2016. So uh, I'm guessing it didn't make it to air. Maybe it made it to a pilot stage and that was it. But mm-hmm. in it, it takes place in Mexico. And I'm thinking, you know, you could actually set it in anywhere in Florida, really, you know? And it would work. You know, Miami, mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale, um, yeah, I mean, you could Daytona, s- Tampa. I mean, you could set it anywhere that has those economy resorts. Right. You know? Actually, what would have been funny is if the Canadians remade it, because a lot of Canadians do go to Florida. Oh, so, they? and they do. Yeah. Uh, usually they winter there though. Oh. You know. So oh, they so kind of modify. Uh... They're snowbirds. I was gonna. I was gonna say snow bunny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember the, t- the yeah. thing. Yeah. Yep. They're snowbirds. So. Okay. Um, like they'll winter down in Florida and mm. a couple other places out west. You know, like Phoenix and I think maybe Southern California before they go back to Canada. You know, and usually April, I think it is. Now, we never think of the Canadians as being irritating and annoying, but that would just be a funny thing to find out that they are, you know, that they're <laughs> like just as demanding and irritating and uh, all this, you know, when well, they're on vacation. I don't know that they are or not. Well, I mean, you could, uh, you could do, I mean, you could do this anywhere. Yeah. Because you have that out of your element aspect, right? right? right. And especially if you take an American mm-hmm. and plop them in Europe. Yeah. Because the customs and, and things like that mm-hmm. are completely different. Yeah. <clears throat> Apparently, I don't know why, but Europeans are really, there's really a hair across their bum that. <laughs> yeah. When they come over <laughs> here, that everything is uh, non metric, you know? Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. There's an Irish uh, woman who has a, a thing on YouTube. She's mm-hmm. one of the try people where Irish people try this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And she had a um, it was like 10 questions to Americans. And one of her questions was, Does it bother you that uh, nothing in your country is in metric? Well, I mean, that's not 
entirely true because Aside we have two liter sockets. bottles and well, I mean, it's a different power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all, I mean, all the socket, socket wrench. I thought you meant electrical. Uh, no, 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 like right. a socket wrench. Those right. are a metric. Yeah, you get like nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our gun sizes are metric, so there you, you have a nine millimeter. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Well, at least the guns are right. <laughs> <laughs> to perpetuate that stereotype too, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know apparently. They come over here, but I guess they're. It seems like they're never happy when they're over here because it's not mm-hmm. like it is at home. That we're so different over here than what they're used to. Well, like, in Canada, they have Chevron. Yeah. Stay twelve Chevrons behind the car in front of you. <laughs> right. It's like what the? That's not a a measure of. Thing. I thought that was just a Mike Myers thing. No. Yeah. Apparently, it's a real thing. Really. From what I understand, unless I've been led down the wrong path. You might have been. Yeah. I don't know, but they I thought they, they used it as a thing. Okay. Maybe not an official, maybe right. between people, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's that. I mean, there's a um, there's a bridge in Boston yeah. that has... Smoots. Smoot. Yeah. Like 10 smoots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what the, the genesis of that was, because I have heard of that. Back yeah. in, I think it was 1957, a bunch of MIT students were up to no good. And they decided that they wanted to measure... When the nerds are up to yeah, no good. <laughs> yeah. It's revenge of the nerds at MIT all the time. Yeah. Um, they decided they wanted to know how long this particular bridge was, but they didn't want to use any normal measurement because, well, that would be too easy. Mm-hmm. This is MIT. So there was this undergraduate named George Smoot, S-M-O-O-T. <laughs> and he was like 5'7 or something. Yeah. Which in metric is, I don't know. Um, convert it. 67 inches to metric. I don't know. So, uh, you know, it turns out this bridge is something like 143.59 blah, 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 smooths long. <laughs> you know? Like, that doesn't tell me anything. No, but it's funny. Yeah. So, but apparently they've stuck with it for whatever reason. I mm-hmm. guess this guy is still alive, too. Is he now? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, he's, got, he's up there, but... Well, he must be. Yeah, yeah I think he's going to be in his 80s now. <laughs> so, he's probably not 5'7 anymore. He's probably shrunk down a little. Yeah, happens. So, yeah, happens. It does. So, so I mean... That's I'm... your new amalgamated smoot. You're... <laughs> yeah. So, maybe Europe needs to catch up with the smoot. They do. I think so. <laughs> Come on, Europe. Learn the smoot. Learn to smooth. Yeah. So, yeah, back to uh, Benidorm um, and the U.S. remake of it. Like I said, I don't think it ever made it to air over here. Um, Probably not. I think it was supposed to be a summer series on Fox, <coughs> and mm. I don't. I don't even remember what it was supposed and to you be know called. What? I mean, that's not even. I mean, it's not. How do how do I say this? It's not so specific a topic that it couldn't translate. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think it could probably translate well. Mm-hmm. Did you know, apparently, yeah. they tried to do, and somebody told me this, and I, I don't know if it's true, uh, they tried to do a Faulty Towers remake with John Larroquette. Yes. Yep. I forget the name. It was back in, like, 93. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I forget the name of it. And I think there was supposed to be another one. <coughs> Excuse uh, me. Was, it might have been with B. Arthur or somebody. I don't oh, know. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. This is getting worse or, and worse. Yeah, or Cloris Leachman. I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, 
don't know, when you're trying to remake, first off, national senses of humor are completely different because I think Benidorm kind of works because the actors and I think the national humor is that they don't like themselves. Whereas mm. over here, you know, we're always mm. trying to, like, British actors love to play the loser or the villain because. Oh, they just do. Over here, we don't want to be seen that way. Mm-hmm. You know, the actors don't want to be seen that way because it's viewed that there's going to be no separation mm-hmm. between the actor and the mm-hmm. character. So they want to play good people. There is a... Um... And we're not going to root for losers over here. <laughs> no, it's the lovable loser. Everybody loves a lovable loser. Yeah, but like you see the characters <laughs> in Benidorm, they're and not you, lovable. <laughs> you root for the... Yeah the underdog yeah everybody loves an underdog story yeah but but they win there's a, a thing with win. there's a thing with um tim curry yeah the 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 british actor mm-hmm. and he is uh friends with apparently eric idol okay nice and they would have uh this they would have these conversations and a greeting that they would do when they saw each other because in america <clears throat> Mm-hmm. When we cast a British person, they are either the butler or the villain. Yes. So when Eric and Tim would see each other, were you the butler or the villain? <laughs> Butlers and villains. That's yeah. all we get. You know, I, I think I can uh, picture Tim Curry being uh, playing both. Because <laughs> he's so been he, the butler in Clue. He has been the butler in Clue, yeah. yeah. And he's been the villain. He was the villain in... Uh, Da, 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 da. Charlie's Angels. He was kind of the villain in Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, didn't uh, what, the kid that's a Muppet, Muppet Treasure Island, mm-hmm. wasn't he in a show you were watching, uh, Inside Number 9? Yes. Which, to date, they have not tried to remake in the U.S. Well, you know, this is uh, how this, this topic came about. Mm-hmm. Is because I was on uh, Reddit. And someone had made the Reddit post uh, saying, wouldn't it be fun if the U.S. were to try and remake Inside Number 9? And I went, that is the biggest nightmare. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be good. And then they, they were like, oh, they could have different... <clears throat> you know, like a different cast every week, like they do in the on the on the English show and blah blah blah. But I mean, the thing about the British show is that you have two main people, right? Uh, the two main writers are also the two main usually actors. the two main actors, right? Uh, sometimes they take a back seat seat to each other, but it's usually one or the other. There's never been an episode they haven't been in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, and I said. At that point, you're simply, it's almost like uh, Twilight Zone. Right. The Twilight Zone remake. Yep. Which was okay. Well, yeah, but that was in a different country that remade it either. <coughs> Excuse me. It was still yeah. CBS. Well, then this is where I got into a little bit of trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Because Inside Number 9, it's, for some reason, it's in like four different categories. It's yeah. in drama. It's in horror. It's in comedy. And it gets labeled as a comedy often. Right. And although there are comedic elements, I don't consider it a comedy show. No. Yeah, it's dark humor, but it's not... Yes. You know, but, I mean, what do you think comedy? Anyway. But the thing about it is, is that 
this person that I was having this argument with said, <clears throat> well, Americans won't get it. Right. They don't understand this kind of humor. Mm-hmm. They don't get the dark humor. They don't get this. Yeah. They don't get our sarcasm. They yeah. don't understand. And I went, I don't think it's a matter of not being able to understand it. Yeah. Um, because comedy is subjective. Mm-hmm. So you could understand something and not think it's funny. Right. You know? I also think... In terms of America, it's also geographical, too. Like, New England is, for all intents and purposes, very close to uh, British humor. You know, what we find funny here is closer to that than, say, what they find funny in Hollywood. Which is why, you know, like, when you're seeing a show, most of them are made in Hollywood, and most of the country thinks it's funny, but up here it's like, well, that's not funny, you know, because, yeah. you know, I think a New Englander would be more apt to see a loser and, you know, kind of en route for them, or if you're an actor, maybe be willing to portray them, as mm-hmm. opposed to like a Californian who they always want to see, you know, just somebody winning, and, you know, <laughs> because there is a. I, I've read that there's a, a different uh, kind of national sense of humor, but again, we have to realize that a lot of it's coming from California, and the West Coast is a lot has a lot different mentality than we do here on the East Coast. Mm. You know, it says they're laid back mm. over there, but also I think that would kind of drive pe- you know people on our coast crazy with their attitudes uh, on the West Coast. Um, so. East Coast versus West Coast, just in one country, in our country, the U.S. Yeah. You know, there's a different dynamic. And I, like I said, I think that we'd be more receptive to the British style of humor than a West Coaster would. Maybe. You know, maybe, maybe you, you've got something there. I don't uh, know. Then again, I've never <clears throat> been to the West Coast, and I'm fine if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's good. Um... I, uh, while we were talking, too, I was uh, looking up something, uh, because we were, again, talking about uh, ghosts, and I wanted to get some of the, or you had a few comments about Inside Number 9 on your Reddit thread. Yep. And I was looking through about uh, ghosts on uh, YouTube, because I think it was this past week that CBS posted a, 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 what do you call it, a promo. For Did the U.S. version of Ghost, oh. which apparently they believe in it because the time slot it's uh, slated for, mm-hmm. at least as of right now, is Thursday night at 9. And mm-hmm. Thursday is usually when you have your high-powered shows on. You Maybe, know? yeah. Um, yeah, they the, used to have... Yeah, must-see TV on NBC. Uh, this is going to be on CBS. Okay. On the uh, CBS network. <clears throat> So, NBC yeah. used to own Thursdays. They did. They had Friends. They had Will and Grace. They yeah. had well, they had before that Cheers. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. Frasier, I believe, was on then. Um, but Ghosts is a a UK show about a a couple right. and the woman kind of inherits this house. Yep. From a distant relative. Yeah. And they begin to try to fix it up. She has an accident. And all of a sudden, now she can see the spirits that live in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, there's the first change. And spoiler alert, uh, in the British show, mm-hmm. one of the ghosts who can sort of <clears throat> physically manipulate objects, mm-hmm. you know, 
he kind of pushes her out the window. Yeah. Whereas in the pr- uh, promo that I've seen, mm-hmm. he pushes and knocks over a vase, thinking that it'll smash. It doesn't. You know, the the girl isn't there when it finally does hit the floor. But because they can't pick it up, it just lays there. And then sometime later, she trips on that vase, and then it's right at the top of the stairs. So she goes tumbling down the stairs. Whereas in the UK version, she goes out a window. Mm. You know, and she's on what we would consider the second floor. <laughs> she's not on the ground level. Right. So for them, it's their first floor. So, yeah, she, there is a little bit of uh, um, vertical drop. So that's how they get injured in each version. But uh, some of the uh, comments already, a lot of them are, you know, I'll give this a shot, but the U- but the UK version is incredible. Um, that seems to be a lot of uh, thing. Pl- um, plus, they start comparing the office, the UK yes. version to the US version. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to read one of the. Yeah, the only reason the American version of the office worked as well as it did was because all the characters were original to that show. I am uh, sure there are other reasons, but having original characters is a major factor. This version of Ghost seems to be uh, seems to go more or less in line. Well, the UK. Quick insert with that. Yeah. The guy who created The Office, Ricky Gervais. Yep. He had to do with the American version. Okay. All right. He was involved. And well, the... so, consequently, you had his input. Yep. So when you can get the originator mm-hmm. to input on your remake. Yes. I mean, it's it's go. I think it will help significantly. But sometimes that doesn't always work. Um, okay. Well, can you give or, me an example? I can. Well, first off, let me just <laughs> say the the U.S. version of Ghost, the uh, producers, <clears throat> who are also the actors in the U.K. version, yes. uh, are involved with the U.S. version. I are don't they? know to what degree, but they are involved. Uh. And actually, here's something else, too, because in the promo... An uh, American talks about the electrics. That's a very British term. We don't say the electrics to mean, you know, our electrical system. We call it electricity. You know, right. so there's still kind of a holdover from which I think might trip up a few people. Mm-hmm. And if they use the term, I don't know. Can I say uh, uh, one of your favorite Britishisms that I absolutely cannot stand? And uh, keep our rating. I don't know that I can. Uh, uh, it's taking the blank. Okay. Yeah. And um, well, you can look it up. And <laughs> I, I do not they, like the sound of it. You do. I, I don't. I love that expression. It confuses me. I love that expression because it, it's the equivalent of an American saying like, "Are you kidding me?" or "Are yeah. you kidding me?" Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I just it. Yeah, it, but they say, "Are you taking the?" I'm like. This has nothing to do with that activity. Right. And that particular word. Yes. That, you know. Which over there means drunk, over here means I was going to say. I was going to say, over here, that means you're angry. Yes. Uh, and I had to tell a friend of mine, because I was talking about Benidorm with a friend of mine. Yeah. And in the be- in the couple first couple of episodes, there's a little catchphrase where they say, if you want to get, mm, show your wrist. Yeah. And it's a rhyme. Yeah. And I said... Uh, I said, you know, that means getting drunk over yeah. there. I was here; it means angry. Well, over here it can too, but usually the modifier "drunk" follows it if you're drunk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although that's I don't I don't hear that used too often. No. But 
I yeah. But it can, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I I like that expression. You do. I know you do not. No, because it, it doesn't sound are they, like... The are they used. using that expression in the American version? Not that I've seen so far. Oh, okay. Now, the time slot... Uh, did I mention the time slot? It's Thursday night at 9 on CBS. Yep. That's what's slated for right now. Of course, things can change between then and now. Yeah. Um, but I find it interesting that a lot of the um, producers who are also the creators and actors and one of the actresses uh, in the show mm-hmm. are because over there you can be more than one thing over here it's you know you have your one job and that's it usually the producer isn't an actor you know unless well, they're the executive producer which is a fancy title for nothing well, yeah i mean i i guess usually if you've been involved with a show long enough they will give you yeah. Another credit, like um, Dan Castaneda yes. now has a consulting right. producer and, credit on The Simpsons. And that was the joke, because I think it was his character, Homer, who said, something, oh, that's just something they give uh, uh, like uh, was it, insecure people, something to feel yeah. good about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you, asked for a, uh, you asked for an example. The example about a show, which was a UK show, uh, which had the producer and creator involvement in the mm-hmm. U.S. version, but then they just kind of scrapped everything, was Red Dwarf. Because okay. Red Dwarf, was, they had changed a lot of the jokes so that they were you know relatable to a U.S. audience. Mm-hmm. But then the producers came in and started changing the script. So even the according to... Uh, a few of the uh, Easter eggs, uh, and especially um, uh, things on the DVDs that I've seen um, about uh, the U.S. version, mm-hmm. uh, was that, yeah, the U.S. Uh, cast loved the British writer and creator's scripts, but they hated what were the final scripts that were given to them, who were interfered with by the network. Mm-hmm. It was originally supposed to be on NBC back around, and it was made in 1992. Um, and the other thing was that they were saying Dave Lister, the ca- the main character of Red Dwarf, is supposed to be this uh, schlub. And it was played by uh, this guy named Craig Bierko or somebody. who And uh, one of the characters who was involved with it uh, in both versions said, you know, he's got all this, uh, all these great teeth. Hi, Bob. How you doing? Yeah. It was actually the guy who plays Crichton, Robert Llewellyn who was playing the same character in the U.S. version as he is in the U.K. version. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of giving that um, uh, thing. Another, not not a direct example, but something similar, was there was a sitcom, which I don't remember, from the late 80s, mm-hmm. called Nearly Departed. Okay. It starred Eric Idle. And okay. you think, okay, Eric Idle, it's going to be great. And supposedly he was supposed to have uh, a lot more input than he did eventually uh, into some of the comedy. And for, because of that, it didn't work. And it, it was gone within, I think, six episodes. It was one of those things, of course, so they ordered So he got a full 13. series in. For a British show, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it was a U.S. show, so it was cut prematurely. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because I think they had an initial run of 13, mm-hmm. and like seven of them did not run in the U.S. until years later. It's always disappointing when, like, you get into a show and it ends. Yeah. And you're like, oh. I or, 
Orange Scott, like, you know, you love this actor and, you know, uh, everything he's been in has been great. And then, you know, the producers come in and they neuter it to such yeah. the point where he's just another actor. And you know that it must be hell for him because he can't do what he knows must be done to make that show a good show. Now, really quick, Jay is a very, I, I, I think I'll go on a limb and say that you're a very big Red Dwarf fan. Okay. Well, my weight has nothing to do with it, but... <laughs> so, I mean, how... When when someone says to you, we're going to remake Red Dwarf, <laughs> like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel how... Uh, there was a, uh, a Red Dwarf uh, con back in the 90s in the U.S., and the Brit- Wait a minute. There yeah. was a Red Dwarf con? Yeah, which I didn't know about. Like Comic-Con, but yes. Red Dwarf? yes. Yes. Oh my god. And I think it was in Seattle. And Sure, why not? Yeah. They had the uh, British <laughs> cast there and this I was so <laughs> Um <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Okay, Red Dwarf Con, I'm here. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. And <laughs> the cat the actor who plays the cat, Danny John Jules. Yes. Um, he uh you know, he asked them uh, well, I guess they asked the cat of uh, the cast. The Americans asked the British cast what they thought of the remake, and he turned to them Ooh. and said, "Well, you're Americans. What do you think of it?" And his next line is, <clears throat> "They all hated it." Yeah, like, the American, mm-hmm. you know, the American mm-hmm. fans hated the American version of Red Dwarf. Right. So I'm not that's, surprised. That's how I feel, and it has nothing to do with. You know how the uh, you know the actors were. I mean, usually that's just a job, but when you do that to a script, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. They say that uh, shows are dumbed down for American audiences. In fact, I, I, on I, YouTube, I've seen that. I I think in some way they writers feel they need to make it. I and I'm not going to say dumbed down, but I will say they try to make it more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, it, it can be wider. Like, when you and I watch Inside Number 9, sometimes there are, or, or when I would watch, like, League of Gentlemen, mm-hmm. sometimes there are very specific region jokes right. that I don't understand because right. like it's... some town. Yeah, like, oh, let's go to Swansea. I'm like, I don't, like, is Swansea a... a yeah, we have a Swansea a mud here. Hole? There's like, a mall. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, we have a Swansea, Massachusetts. Yeah. That's what's and that's another funny thing sometimes when we watch British things because, you know, we get all of our towns right from their town names. Yeah, so it's like we have a Plymouth. Yeah, we have an Ipswich. We <laughs> they have, have a, a Boston. We have there's two Cambridges. Yep. Yeah. So it's like yeah. oh blah blah blah. But uh, so I don't sometimes and when they they do more specific political things mm-hmm. because I don't follow UK politics. I don't. I mean, I know who Boris Johnson is. Right. I know, you know, they're the the outs. The, how do I how do I say that? I know I know some of them. I don't I don't know all mm-hmm. of their political parties and right. things like that. You have the conservative, <clears throat> labor, yeah, UK I don't, independent, yeah. But I, you know, it doesn't relate to my life specifically. Right. So I just know, you know, the the people out front mm-hmm. is what I was trying to say. And so sometimes they'll make. A political joke that I don't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily land with me, but when you take the joke in the context, right, 
you can say, oh, well, this guy must be really bad. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so I might not know the name, but I understand what they're trying to convey. Right. Like, there was an episode of Good Omens where uh, an angel comes in and says, I smell evil here. And the angel character says, oh, that, those must be the Jeffrey Archer books. Mm-hmm. I have to look up to see who Jeffrey Archer was and is. He was a conservative politician. Mm-hmm. See, I've heard the name. Yeah, exactly. I heard the name before Good Omens. Right. But it's like, I don't know specifically. Right. But in context, you can tell that this mm-hmm. must not be a good person. Right. Right? Yeah. And you can easily see somebody changing it up until <clears throat> 2017. I think the default person they would have thrown in would have been George W. Bush. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to get into politics of it. Uh, no, that's just, no, no, no. I'm no, just no. saying, uh, you know, <clears throat> that's what Hollywood would have done. They would have yes. put his name in. Um, now, if I, if I may. Yes. Continuing on. Yes, and I actually we've... thought of a U.S. show they remade it in Britain, but go on. So we've we've covered Red Dwarf. Now, mm-hmm. my sister was a big, big fan of a show called Coupling. You okay? You ever hear of Coupling? Yes. Now they tried to remake it over here. Yep, I remember. And I think it maybe lasted two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the same it with Men Behaving <clears throat> Badly. That was even shorter. It didn't do very well. And the thing, and I sat, my sister was such a big fan of this show, I sat and I tried to watch it, right? Yeah. The British version, not the American version. Right. And, I mean, it's a lot of, we'll say, like, sexual innuendo Mm -hmm. and and jokes like that. And when I heard there was going to be an American version on a network thing, I went, okay, well, they're not going to be able to do Mm -hmm. the kind of jokes. Right. That they did in the original. Right, because we have our safe harbor hours, which end at 10. I mean, they'd have to put it on at like 11 o'clock. Right, well, that's a news time, so yeah, Yeah. 10 to 11 is their only time slot available. Right. And, I mean, later on, you you get like shows like Breaking Bad and and Mad Men, but this was prior to that. Actually, uh, if I And that's A&E. Yeah. If I can say one last thing about uh, the timing over here, mm-hmm. you couldn't even run it at 10 o'clock because, remember, uh, every promo in the 80s had like 8, 7 central, 9, 8 central. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Uh, feeds are broken up so that Eastern time and Central time are one feed. Just Central gets it one hour le- earlier. So the safe harbor hours, for those of you who don't know, is when they're assumed that children are watching. And those hours are from now from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. Growing up, it was 8 p.m., but mm-hmm. now it's 10 p.m. So you could run something on the East Coast at 10 o'clock, but it's only going to be 9 o'clock in the Midwest. Mm. So that's still the safe harbor time, so you couldn't run that show then. So you really... You realistically, on a network, cannot run that type of program um, in the U.S. Okay. Not before, like, you know, midnight. Wow. That's a good point. All right. So, I mean, I just I'm think... i one. <laughs> I just think that... Uh, and I had this discussion with somebody else, and I can't remember who it was. It might have been my niece, where it's like, they can get away with a lot more. Right. You know, for, for some reason. I don't want to say it's because they're more mature over there, but, you know, I mean, they can drink younger than we can over here. Mm-hmm. They can do a lot of things that we can't do over here. And I don't know if it's because we're more immature or, say, for example, they're the um, uh, moral majority, for example. I'm going to go that one. Okay. For some reason, 
And, you know, you don't want to talk politics. I definitely don't want to talk religion. No. But I have just noticed, not just noticed, uh, but uh, like I said, I was having a conversation with somebody, and this was uh, an online conversation with Mm -hmm. somebody I didn't even know. And we were talking about uh, something very similar, and and they said, well, you know, in America, um, for some reason they still hang on to Puritan views. Yes. Whereas in, say, someplace like the UK, Mm -hmm. I mean... They got rid of right. Well, the, that might have the, the been Puritan it. Puritan mindset. Well, yeah. they got rid of the Puritans. Right. Too, you know, like Oscar, not Oscar, Oliver Cromwell. Oliver Cromwell. Yeah. You know, when he died in 1658, I think it was, and his son Richard ran England for two more years. Mm-hmm. You know, there were no plays. There was no this, that, sport. and the other thing. They took right. sport away. They took plays away. They right. Took you know, anything. Holidays. That, if it was fun, you don't yeah, do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But where did the Puritans uh, go even before that? They came to the United States because right. they did not fit in with contemporary life in Britain. Yeah. So we've always been over here more prudish, for lack of a better term. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's this thing is that, oh, well, a ch- a children might be watching. Well, yeah. why don't you watch your children? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare you say that? I know. It takes a village. Yeah, well. <laughs> I know? just um I don't know. It's I you know, I, I would I would say that it's this whole like you said the, the this whole moral thing and it's like I don't I don't like the mindset of like I disagree with this so you can't Right. You know, I don't this I don't show like it, so you shouldn't me. see it. Yeah. yeah, this thing offends me, so you can't have anything to do with right. it. Right, and I think that's a lot of contemporary life here in the United yeah. States. If one group doesn't like X, then they feel they think that nobody yeah. not only shouldn't like it, but shouldn't even see it. And I think mm-hmm. that is bad. That's right. a slippery slope. It's not um, censorship. Let me just get that out there because censorship specifically refers to the government engaging in that action, preventing okay. uh, free speech. Right. But, you know, it can be said that, well, this is the marketplace deciding that such speech shouldn't be given. Look, you can go into a Barnes & Noble and buy a certain book written by a certain author who eh, maybe 80 years ago was committing <laughs> some atrocities in Europe. Right. Um, I think as horrible as that person was and Mm -hmm. the horrible acts, especially that we should still be able to read his manifesto if for no other reasons than one, Mm -hmm. we're free people and it's our right to, Mm -hmm. and two, so that we can use our own minds and say, wait a minute, this is bad. And this is why this argument doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. That's as close to politics as I guess I can get on this show. (laughs) Um, right. You know, right. We don't want to get too, too, uh, you know, heavy. Well, I mean, speaking of. Yes. And I can I can take your little close to politic thing and, and swing it back around. All right. Where uh, Netflix had a show called House of Cards. Yes. Which was a UK remake. Yep, it was. And apparently it the UK version only went a few seasons. Right. And ended... Uh, I know how the show ends, mm-hmm, so do but I. I won't. I won't say it in case anybody wants to watch it. Uh, but 
people were saying, oh, the the U.S. version, if the U.S. version of House of Cards had ended the same way that the U.K. version did, it would have been an awesome show. Yeah. And I don't know, but, I mean, it's it's one of those things that if you didn't know it was a remake, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't know that. Right. Because it, I mean, they, they transformed it so well. Yes, and that has to be changed for U.S. audience because our politics are set right. up differently than the yes. U.K.'s. And if you're going to remake it in Italy, it would be different there. Japan <laughs> would be different there. Right. You know, Zimbabwe. Um, Going the other way, Mm -hmm. they actually uh, tried to remake... You remember the show back in the 90s called That 70s Show? Yes. I know what you're going to say, but continue, yeah. Well, they remade it in the UK um, Mm -hmm. probably a year or so after it premiered on Fox here in the US. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where that didn't translate well for whatever reason. And I think it was gone within a few episodes. Mm -hmm. I think they only had one season. I don't remember how many episodes they managed to scrape out, but it kind of limped along for a short <laughs> while. Yeah. You know, but it, it's not always the U.S. Uh, siphoning ideas uh, and creativity off the U.K. Okay. I mean, I don't have... Uh, I, I wasn't able to find a ton of examples of the right. U.K. taking U.S. shows. Because there aren't... Probably there aren't, really aren't much. Right. Uh, and in addition to House of Cards, they also, HBO, I think it was an HBO show, yep. did Veep, okay, which was yeah. Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, yep. and that was apparently a show called The Thick of It All right. in the UK. And, I mean, that's another example. I never would have known that that was, uh, that they had, had taken and modified a right. UK show. Um, again, but again, that's a political show too. So again, it is, yeah. by its very nature, would have to be changed. Now we, we already mentioned the office, so we don't we don't need to go back there. But there's a there's a, a comedy in the in the UK called the IT Crowd. Yes. And I've actually tried to sit and watch some of this. Yep. Because uh, it is on Netflix, the UK version, and it's it's okay. I will say it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's but it, it it had been so herald heralded right. that I was like, Oh wow, you know, this must be a great show. Yeah. And I think for uh the the reviews and the the how revered it was, I don't think it lived up to the hype for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's it's not horrible, yeah. but it, it's also not great. Right. And they did try to remake it. <laughs> In the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it m- managed to get much past the pilot. Okay. You know, which is which is like weird it was an because NBC show. no, I think it was on Comedy Central. Oh, was it? Okay. Maybe I oh. I think so. All right. But oh, and the weird thing is, is one of the characters from the the U.K. had been uh, put into the U.S. show. Yeah. And he still couldn't even save it. Really? Yeah. Was he the same character? Because you just reminded me of something. Uh, I want to say he probably was. All right. Yeah. There was a show on Amazon Prime uh, about five years ago, six years ago, called Mad Dogs. Okay, yeah. Yep, which um, was a British show that was remade for a U.S. audience. Mm -hmm. And the actor who was kind of the heavy in... 
uh, the UK version uh, became one of the American uh, uh, versions uh, pals because uh, not to get into it too much uh, because we don't have much time, but it's this you have this one guy who's well to do in the US version, he moves to Belize, uh, mm-hmm. but he's into these kind of seedy things. It's like he's uh, in with the mafia or something. Okay. You know, and the UK version, it's uh, he, it's Spain. Okay. So actually you have another uh, actress. <laughs> Benador. That, yeah, right. <laughs> and he invites four <clears throat> of his uh, high school or college buddies, you know, to be like, you know, to come out to his place and it's like, look how well I've done for myself while you guys have just stayed back in the States and schlubbed around. Then you find out, okay, well, this guy was into some things. He owed some people some money. Yep. You know, uh, you know, it, things aren't as good for him as uh, they should have been. And then his friends end up getting sucked into his world through no mm-hmm. fault of their own, at least in the U.S. version. I haven't seen the U.K. version. And so now they're trying to get out. I actually think that was made well uh, yeah i mean i will i would agree with you it was an interesting show had michael imperioli who is uh what was he on the sopranos he was the nephew yeah 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 so he was in that so he's an underrated actor i think really yeah i think he should wow. uh, get it i think it should be in more things <laughs> i'm always uh surprised when he turns up yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, that's Michael Imperioli. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was watching something recently and he yes. was in it. Yep. I just don't remember what it was. Uh, nor can I. <clears throat> and I went, hey, is that Michael Imperioli? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yes, it is. Yes, yes. indeed. <laughs> I will say, and I don't I don't know if you could really count this show. Okay. But, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking remakes, so we, we probably should at least lump it in. Yeah. Where the U.S remade whose line is it anyway right which was but, a big hit for what was that on um it was uh, on cw comedy, yeah cw but it was uh, the british version was on comedy central yes that and that's how i got introduced right, to the british same. version because it was on comedy central but here's the thing <clears throat> you have or for those who haven't seen it you have four characters plus a host yes. not even characters they're four improv actors yes so at least two of them were the same guys. So that I think yeah helped. they they took uh, Colin Mockery and Ryan Stiles. Yes, yes. From, they used to be on the UK version. Yep, and then they were on the US version. Originally, yes. it was hosted by Drew Carey. <clears throat> you had Wayne Brady on there, and usually mm-hmm. the last person, you know, it changed. So Kathy Kinney was on it uh, for a few episodes. Who was uh, she played Mimi on the Drew Carey show? Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I think that did well, but again, it's essentially the same show, you know, it's yeah. a U.S. version, but it's the same, you know, yes. at least half the ca- the uh, actors are the same, and it's an improv show, so there's not really anything to change. It's mm-hmm. more or less a U.S. continuation. Right. I mean, I just felt we should lump it in. Yes. You know, because yep. it, it did originally and over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and we, we also took... Um, I mean, I, I believe Big Brother started over there, and then we, yeah. we took that. Yeah, the reality shows I'm not too clear on. What <clears throat> Weakest what... Link, I think, was a UK show, yeah, and yep. they tried it over here. I don't think it's on anymore. No, but I think goodness. it was okay for a while. I think they I think the, the, it aired for a little while. Uh, maybe. And the whole, like, America's Got Talent, America's uh, yeah. 
American Idol. I think those started over there as well. <clears throat> I think that's Excuse a show me. that <clears throat> can adapt to any country. Right, because yeah. it's it's uh, pretty simplistic. Yeah, it is. Now, in this conversation that I had on Reddit where I was trying to say that we ruin things that we adapt. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, this person mentioned to me, because I had completely forgotten. Yeah. But All in the Family... Yep. Was a remake. Uh, it was what was originally called Till Death or something. Till Death there was part. Till Death there was part. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and there were a few others too uh, from the seventies that are classics. Um, Three's Company was originally. Um, uh, was it You Can't Take It With You? No, Man no. Man About the House. Man About the House, Man yes. About the House, yeah. Uh, the Ropers were the same, uh, <laughs> both in the U.S. and the U.K. Um, then. Uh, what was Robin's Nest, which is a continuation after the um, uh, Man About the House, uh, became Three's a Crowd here in the U.S., mm. which followed Three's Company. And I actually remember seeing that. I remember, I was young enough, I remember that for the last <laughs> episode of Three's Company mm-hmm. and the first episode of Three's a Crowd. I remember Me watching too. that. Me too. I don't remember uh, seeing much of it. Yeah, so I, I don't think it lasted very long. It was on for one season, eighty four to eighty five. Yeah, I just I remember little bits. It must have been the title sequence. Yes, I just remember little bits of that. It was a long. That's time on ago. YouTube. Is it really? Yeah. I should look that up and see if it uh, coincides with what I remember. Okay. <clears throat> but Sanford and Son apparently was also a remake, yeah, which I didn't even know Son. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, he had a few of those, especially Norman Lear comedies from the 70s. Yeah, Oops. he ripped off a lot, I guess. Huh? Yeah. I didn't even yeah. know that. <laughs> right. Um, <coughs> I think it was done by, I think the shows were done by a Brit named Brian Cook. Okay. Uh, who did, um, we just talked about this a little while ago, um, just looking back on my list of shows here. Why am I not seeing it? Um, it came out in 1980. Uh, the guy is a, uh, a Oh, the guy is a cartoonist. Oh, Keep It in the Family? Yeah, which uh, that became, uh, what's the show? Too Close for Comfort. That's it, yes. I can't believe I uh, <laughs> forgot that. I remember watching that as a kid. I think you have a DVD. I have Don't two have... seasons, yes. Yeah. The first two seasons, which I think <laughs> is all they put out on DVD. Yeah, I liked, when I was younger, I liked Ted Knight. I thought he was funny. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I liked him on um, the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. Oh, a bit of sadness from that this past week. Yeah. Gavin McCloud died. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. I'm, well, I'm waiting for all the Love Boat uh, tributes now. Yeah. Well, what I thought was <laughs> sad was you'd shown me Ed Asner saying something like, uh, you know, rest in peace. Uh, now it's just you and me, Betty. You know, I thought that was kind of, yeah. you know, that's sad. And Ed Asner. His uh, his birthday is around this time. He's ninety one. Wow. I think. Yeah. Okay. You know he's one of those actors that if you looked at him, you're like, okay, yeah, he's gonna go early, but he's kind of like, <laughs> he's like Abe Vigoda. You know, he's, he'll just keep going and going. I think Abe Vigoda was like ninety five when he died or something. Yeah. I don't. You know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about the lady who played? Uh... Oh boy, Georgia was that her name? Yeah, Ted uh, Ted Knight's uh, wife right. on Mary. Yeah, Georgia Engel, I think her name Is was. She, I think she died a few years ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, just like <clears throat> three years ago, 
four My years goodness. ago, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I liked him on that. I liked uh, I liked him in Caddyshack as well. <laughs> That's a classic. How about a fresca? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're waiting. waiting. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic line. Yeah. Even uh, to this day, my uh, coworker of mine, uh, who would have been the age of Danny. Yeah. Uh, you know the young character then. Uh, you know he'll he'll still quote that to this day. <laughs> yeah. It just works, you know. Yeah, yeah. we're waiting, and yeah. he used to do the, um, uh, the voiceover. Yeah. For the like the Superman, the, the Super Justice Friends. League. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, back at the, the Hall, Hall of Justice. Justice. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know, he started out in Providence, or at least one of his early jobs was on really? WJAR in Providence. Really. Yeah, which at the time was radio and television, hmm. so. Yeah. I can see that he had a very mm-hmm. um, not a baritone, but he had a nice he had a nice tone. Right. That's uh, yeah, that typical old school <laughs> announcer voice yes. too. Tell them what they've won. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture him doing a game show. Yeah, being the voiceover for a game show. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for uh, checking us out here on Lunch Chat. You can follow us throughout the week. It's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. That's lunchchatshow at gmail.com. I'm going to be posting some of these shows you guys tell us. Yes, please. It's DVD covers. Huh? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, until next week, I'm Jay Rogers. I am Tara. You have a great week, uh, Cranberry Country. <laughs> <laughs>